Today's episode of the Musings from Memphis podcast, a subsidiary of Ozzy SPN, the Always Sunny in Emmitsburg Superior Podcast Network, is brought to you by Crown Royal Apple. Crown Royal Apple, perfect for those fall days, fall nights, when it gets nice, cool, sit around a campfire, toast some marshmallows, make some s'mores, drink some apple cider, mix it with that Crown Apple. It's the perfect way to cap off a great week. Crown Apple. If you've had it, you know it's great. If you haven't had it, you don't get to have a fucking opinion. We're also brought to you today by the letter U. Whether you're an underachiever, an underdog, an up-and-comer, or an upper-tier team, the letter U will always be there to help you describe your fantasy team. And with that, let's start the podcast. I'm Brian Wells, and I am welcomed by the three-quarters of the U crew. I've got Tim Price and Kevin Villafana. How are we, guys? You're off of mute. Yeah. You're free to talk. <laughs> that worked perfectly. <laughs> Without even platting it, that worked perfectly. What's up? What's up, Holmes? What's going on? What's going on, boys? I feel what like as of late, we're always missing one U crew member somehow. Yeah. We, it's been like that for a few years. It's really has. Yeah. Probably since senior week. Remember we used to talk about when's the last time the four of us were all together because, like, homecomings, it will be three of us. And then, yeah. like, I missed a couple that you three went to. You guys all got, like, lunch one time. And then, some one of you, uh, Tim, you missed the fantasy draft the one year because you're in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. There's not yeah, – I think, like, we hadn't been all together until Philly that one time. That's life, bro. That's I mean, we were together right before you left, but that was a few hours. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And now, by the way, I did not see that. I did not expect all four of us to come. Person, uh, it, helped that, it helped that me and Zach were also together. So, like, yeah. I basically drove him there, and then Rico, I'm pretty sure, drove him home. And then he so. wasn't around on draft day. But not that that was an open invitation. Just to be clear for everyone, that was not <laughs> – I no. didn't disclude and exclude anyone from showing up. But, yeah. So, yeah, the last time the four of us have all been together, almost a year ago, because I moved yeah. – November 1st, and it was like a weekend before I left. That's crazy. Wild, man. It's wild. That is hey, nice, though. More, more times to come, though. Definitely Vegas next year for the draft, so. Yes. That's what, here's, let's, let's get started, because I know we have some games that I have <laughs> planned to play. So here's, here's the first game, and this game is just for one person. It's for Tim Price. Tim, can you name all 48 U.S. cities that Rico has suggested we go to before saying Memphis? Can you, can you name all of all them? Right. All right, all right, all right. Let's try. Vegas, that's, that's an easy one. Vegas, Miami, yes. also yep. easy. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, right. Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa. For what? Uh, Des Moines, Iowa? Uh, Billings, Montana. <laughs> right. Uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Right. Los Angeles, uh, California. Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo, North. He watched that show. He saw that commercial. Yeah. And he was like, we got to go to Fargo. We got to go. It's got to be crazy there. It's got to be Liddy. I'm about to spend $500 at Fargo, bro. It's just like one bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's like Emmett's. No oh, yeah. Like, like, he even uh, suggested like Emmett's. Odds. Like, odds. Yeah. He was like, yeah. no, let's, he was like, let's go to, let's go to uh, Emmitsburg and hang out at the Shamrock. He even said that. <laughs> Shamrock, Shamrock's closed. He doesn't even care. <laughs> hey, what if one time we do it at odds? Do what? Hang out? No, the draft. We did oh, that. the draft at odds. The only <laughs> downside to odds is that it is a, a no internet. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi wasteland. 
<laughs> we'd have to, yeah, we'd have yeah. to bring our own Wi-Fi yeah. to set up, like, have each have personal hotspots. Have you guys ever been to Ots and felt like they were happy that you were there? <laughs> like, every time I feel like we show up in a big crowd, they're always like, oh, we weren't expecting you guys. Like, I'm sorry, are you not a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. yeah so we have two waiters in the whole restaurant, so you guys are going to have to wait. Yeah. And we know one of them. All right, Rico, you talk. know you don't. You know you don't want to hang out in Emmitsburg for draft night. Get, get out of here. <laughs> no. you know you don't. You're just, just Vegas, throwing though. out Vegas. You're throwing out Vegas. All I right. actually think Vegas would be cool. I really do. I think so as well. Yeah. So I, I had to name all 40, 48 cities. I was I was close, but Memphis yeah, is forty nine. So. That's not bad. <laughs> that Nashville is another one. Nashville for sure. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, you guys come to Memphis? Be like, oh, we might stop at Nashville and then go home after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's we'll cool, though? And then we'll drive down. <laughs> you know what's cool, though? Is about, it's probably halfway between my, me and where you guys are is Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge, which is where I was on my way home. We stopped there. They've got, like, water parks, camping. Or, I'm not saying we should go camping, but they just have, like, a ton of – flags. They that got a lot like – America. <laughs> They got like Margaritaville was that we ate at Margaritaville. There was a lot of cool restaurants and it was just like one of those, it was, it's mostly like a family vacation spot. It looked like a beach town that they just built because they weren't without a beach. (laughs) And so like a mountain town. Yeah. Like we went to the Titanic museum, which was cool, but they had like Alcatraz museum as well as places with a million go-kart and mini golf places. There was just stuff to do. I'm saying like, yeah. Wait, why do they have Titanic museum if it Titanic sunk? Well, because I don't have an answer. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> commented, Jill made a TikTok. I told y'all Jill had a, that TikTok that blew up. It's got like 3 million views now. So somebody commented on it yesterday and she got mad. I was like, don't engage with someone in your comment section. But they were like, isn't it insensitive and in poor taste to build a museum when everyone died? <laughs> Bro, wasn't that a month ago? Why are people still commenting on that? I know. Right. I know. They, it was, I mean, they got memorials for everything. and so right. That's, yeah. Right. All right, well, back to fantasy. Back to why we're here. Back to even though we never started. (laughs) Uh, We don't really have anything specific we're going to talk about, but we're just going to talk about fantasy football. So, first of all, my computer's not loading. So, why don't you guys start? Who who has the better team right now? Who's 3-0? Tim, you are, right? Yeah, don't forget uh, it. Danielle. And you and I play each other this week. This is a rivalry week. Wow, I didn't know that. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, we've got each other. Rico, who you got this week? I got Dan Shannon. Okay, yep. that's an interesting one. I played Coco this week. I beat him. If that way, are you referring to the week that just ended or the next No, week? this common one, this common one. Oh, okay, yeah, I played um, Dan Shannon. Well, why don't you start? Tell me about your team. What do you think? Because you didn't do a, a post-draft podcast like Tim did. Um, I think my team is actually very well diverse. I mean, obviously – it sucks the fact that I lost McCaffrey, but then again, I feel like every team lost somebody, you know what I mean, to injury Yeah. on, on week two. So it's just a matter of right now, this next few weeks, what can we do to get from the waivers, trades, you know, who's moving pieces around like chess, right, in order to just stay alive through these weeks while everybody else comes back, so unless – you're Brian Wells, and then you actually have to lose your running back for the entire year. That's different. Right. But but that's a, that's a good topic to talk about, who's going to be big on waiver wire. But first, Tim, what right. do you think about right now? Um, 
I, I've definitely, man, I've dodged some bullets. I don't have any major injuries. I think that's the reason I'm three now. Like everyone else seems to have lost someone. Yeah. yeah. I think my, my biggest, my biggest loss was John Brown got hurt in the first half this week and is now questionable. He's not even, it's not even like, all right, he's out three weeks, whatever. And so I, I, I've been lucky with that, man. Like my first pick, Joe Mixon's been horrible. I think the Bengals are just going to throw it 70 times a game, so he's not going to get yeah. any touches, which hurts. Yeah, he hasn't scored over 10 points, bro. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's because, man, like, I was so set on Josh Jacobs, too, and he's yeah. having a pretty good year, and it, it, it makes me feel even worse about that pick. That's fine. Like, you, you got Tyreek Hill, right? So Yeah, he's, he's played well. Tyreek Hill was my second-round pick. He was, he was good. I mean, like, you know, I just – But you – you benefit from the fact that Kyler is running and just juking the hell out of people because he is not – like, people are giving him love and saying, like, he's going to be the MVP. But I think people are just doubling down on saying that preseason, like, he's going to be the Lamar Jackson this year because he yeah. has – he's been all right as a passer. Like, he hasn't thrown for yeah. yards yeah. yet. He was bad yeah. this two past picks. week. Yeah. There's three picks, something yeah. like that. I, but you're still getting I, 25 points. Right. He threw – yeah, he threw that many picks. Didn't have many passing yards, but he's still 25. I mean, he's a right. shoe in for that, which – I mean, if you have a quarterback that gets you 25, like, right. you're going to win a lot of really, games. I didn't realize his fantasy value didn't get hurt too bad from that performance because he just runs so well. Nah. Shit, team, I'm looking at your at your roster. David Johnson has had more points than Joe Mixon. Yeah. Yeah, David Johnson, I mean, he's had – he had week one was really good, so that's part of right. the reason. But he scored a touchdown this week, so, I mean, that, yeah. that always helps. Touchdowns – I mean, touchdowns you the carry you to championships, yeah. Yards are great, but, I mean, if guys – Two touchdowns. I mean, like Tyler Lockett. Like he almost yeah. single-handedly cost me the game this week. Yeah, you know, I, I play I play against him now this week, and I'm fearful. I'm hoping he don't. Got you'll be good. Game. You'll be good, bro. You'll be good. He'll have no touchdowns because he had three this week. <laughs> I hope. You have one of those teams that I look at. It reminds me of Dan Shannon last year, who stormed his way. I don't know if he won the division, but he came close, and he was just like, I thought he was going to win the championship because he had so many guys who weren't. Like they weren't very good, but they just put up tons of fantasy points. Like Jamison Crowder would keep going off. He had Daniel Jones yeah. leading his team. And that's when I look at like, like, you know, Tyree Kill's obviously great, but John Brown's now number two, but he's still putting up points. Tyler Boyd is a fine receiver. He's putting up points. Mark Andrews is a he's right now number 11, but that's probably because he didn't get any points. It, uh, yeah, he hasn't had anything the last two weeks. He's, he's struggled yeah. the last two weeks. One, only one catch, I'm surprised. But Pat's defense. And then you've got all the guys on your bench, I would call the same exact thing. David Johnson, Jarvis Landry, like known commodities, but they still yeah. are putting in points. They're just so it's, solid. Yeah. Like your team solid. could easily be one and two, but being three and oh, I think you can stack wins and get to like nine wins. Right. And, and that's that's the thing too. Like I got lucky the past two weeks. The two guys I've played haven't broken 100. So like, you know, yeah. I come up against any team that has a decent week and I probably lose and I probably <laughs> one and two. But – and we play each other this week, so I'll talk about my team. I think mine's fine. I mean, I lost Saquon, and I drafted to have depth. Like, when you say if a team has a good week against you, you're in trouble, I don't know if my team can have a good week. I, Whenever a player doesn't do well, I always feel confident they'll, they'll bounce back. Like, Lamar last night only getting 16 points the week before 19. Like, now he's yeah, got Washington and Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah that, that scares me. Yeah. Washington, Cincinnati, that's big. And now I got to figure out which I probably won't play Antonio Gibson, but maybe if they're going to, if the Panthers running backs are just going to catch 10 passes, I'm glad I have Mike Davis. Yeah. And maybe Jonathan Taylor's fine. 
So we'll see. My receivers are like so hit or miss. Fuller had zero and Gallup had like one and they both combined for like 20, 30 points last week. So, yeah. I don't know. I just – uh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I could, I could go off, but it doesn't mean I will. Y'all think Freeman is going to go off? You just added Freeman, right? Yeah, I just got to be a trade. So, I'm going to talk about – let's talk about that right now. So, you said what's going to be the big waiver move. So, I want to talk about what our waiver moves have already been and how we got to where we are. So, because I saw your roster, Rico, and Alan Lazard I thought was a great Yeah, player. that was a great pick from the cool. waivers. So when did you even get him? Um, I think I got him uh, two weeks now. This like I had him already like before. So and now like, you're starting lineup? him up this week. You gonna start but him? I don't, no, I did not start him. Actually, no, I'm saying, are you going to this coming week? You think? Oh yeah, yeah. I more than likely will because they play Atlanta, so you know that's gonna be a high scoring game. Um, he did very well. I mean, he scored. Well, touchdown, but 146. So he is so far from what I saw. Um, Aaron Rodgers' main target, um, beating out. Well, obviously, because um, what's his Adam's, face? Adam's Adam's so, um, even though if Adam comes back, then he will be more than likely his second biggest target. So, yeah, and if he's good. just getting open deep, man, like all yeah, he needs Valdez, one long touchdown, and that's yeah, that's I had Valdez Contes or is, right. He's a bomb. I had him for two years. Yeah, I had him, and then I dropped him, and I think Tyler picked him up as soon as I dropped him. So I was like, well, that sucks, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. I've but, had Valdez Scanley for two years, and I just – he's a he's 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 the definition of boomer bust. But even when he booms, it's like eight points. So uh, – Yeah, no. But Lazard, it felt like the next – he's the Adams role. A lot of times a guy gets hurt, and they're like, oh, well, that means targets for the backup. But the backup plays a different role in the offense. Like – Lazard will fill the Devontae Adams role while Scanling is still their deep threat. So that's why yeah. Lazard is real valuable. But you yeah. asked about Freeman. How, much, how well did Freeman do last week? Did you play him? Uh, I mean, he only had 1.10 yards. Mm. Yeah. Five rushing, zero receiving. But then again, it, you know, he really pretty much did not have any time to learn the playbook or anything. He got signed, I think, on Thursday or Wednesday of the week, yeah. maybe two, three days, and then they Probably. played. Probably out of shape too. Like give yeah, him that too. You know, while he gets and, familiar yeah. with everything, the schemes, the playbook, and then yeah. you already have a backup, so you know that guy's the next up until you get, you know, with it in a way. So I'm hoping that this week. I mean, they play the LA Rams, which is a tough defense, though. But majority of their um, games have been high-scoring games, so I'm hoping that he can at least get a touchdown and you know, get some touches that way. Tim, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the problem is the Giants' offense. Really, their defense is going to be – is the problem. They're not going to hold teams to anything, like, under 20, 25. So, if they're, if they're behind, are they really going to run the ball? That's, that's, yeah. why Jones, that's why Jones put up such big numbers last year because they were playing from behind. He had a lot of garbage time yards and touchdowns. So, he was a great fantasy quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's not a good – not a good, like, winning, like, NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. What makes me nervous about Freeman, I agree with everything everyone just said, but what makes me nervous about Freeman is Saquon didn't really have any points either when he got hurt. Yeah, and, right. And he's Saquon Barkley. Like, I like Devontae Freeman, but I'm a little nervous. Like, let's take one put 2.6. You sent that text, Rico. And I was like, I'm not worried. And I wasn't because I knew they were playing the Steelers, I think, and that was a good matchup. Whoever they played was a tough team. 
And then he got hurt against the Bears, but he also wasn't playing that well against the Bears. And I know Saquon's like a – he'll break any run for 80 yards and something you have 14 points. And he didn't have that, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, he just – I don't know. I got nervous about the Giants. I liked Saquon because they reinvested in their offensive line, but I don't I mean, know. technically, bro, I don't need him maybe for two more weeks, you know, because right. then McCaffrey come back and then that's it. As long as he can get me for 10 points or something like that every week, then I'm straight, you know. That's, you that's what on. I from that second running back. So you're but, two and one now, right? Yeah, two and one, yeah. Tim, have you made any waiver claims so far this year? Uh, I haven't won any, but I've put in – like I put in like $50 for – um, what's his face? Malcolm Brown. Oh, obviously, yeah. Obviously, that. Yeah. I, and it's, it's, it makes me mad because I drafted uh, Daryl Henderson and I yeah. dropped him because he got, he got like no touches the first week. And then all of a sudden, you know, this past week he had like 100 yards. I'm like, are you kidding me? If I just held on to him one week, I would have been set. But My favorite thing about Dan Shannon is when Dan does something dumb and he knows that he is outmatched and everyone's going to pile on him, He's so good at the, like, real quick bailout joke to get the reactions and distract yeah. everyone from the fact that he did something really stupid. Like, for example, obviously obviously we've already talked about the Crown Royal thing. I talked about the beginning. Yeah. But when it's like, it's like, Dan, you've never tried it. He's like, oh, well, uh, I talked to Darrell, and Darrell said it was bad. And that's funny, so you just ignore the fact that he said something ridiculous. And the same thing with the Malcolm Brown thing. Like, you bring yeah. it up to him, oh, I mean, yeah, hey. <laughs> it's better than when I cut Cam Newton for Nick Foles, right? And we all laugh, but we all forget that he just spent $145 on Malcolm Brown. Go ahead, Tim. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's like at the draft, he was like, oh, I didn't know it was a six running back. Yeah, after, yeah after and now you have no fucking dumb. running backs. <laughs> yeah, after he did something dumb, like, he was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know it was a six Yeah, let back. me take – <laughs> Who did he take? He took, like, uh, A.J. Green in, like, round two. And he's like, oh, look at you taking all the running backs, dumbass. I mean, he's like, the, the third-best receiver on the Bengals. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that I was happy about my trade because Robbie Anderson didn't do that well against the L.A. Rams defense, which was one thing that, remember, like, I think we talked about it on the text. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, you know, I, obviously he has been putting up numbers and whatnot, but it has been against shitty defenses. When he starts playing against a good defense, like, I wanted to see what was he going to produce. And he only put, like, seven points on take total. So, I got a text today, actually, that said, I wish Rico hadn't traded um, Robbie Anderson for Devontae Freeman because I would have offered him a player that I think you would have definitely taken in a trade. Oh, now I, this person, sorry. Mark Ingram. I, yeah, this person exactly knew it. It was Maurice Mark Ingram. I knew exactly. I was gonna say Mark Ingram and then laugh when Maurice actually and said, "Well, you didn't say my name, but you said Mark Ingram." Like we all know it was big. <laughs> told me out. I knew that as soon as you said, as long as you said a player you like, he was gonna like it. Yeah, it was. It had to be a Ravens player, and that's the one that and, I wanted. And we knew it wasn't Zach because Zach would never text anyone. <laughs> so did Mark? Right. Can you confirm, Rico, that uh, the breaking news that Maurice, who swore he won't offer trades, has offered you trades? He did offer me a trade. That's right. And I have <laughs> Did he cancel it though? He did immediately, bro. I mean, I even opened the I even opened the email, <laughs> saw it, and I was like, okay, review offer. It wasn't no longer on my trade. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> So, How can you even propose and cancel so quick? It's like he made a prank call, but didn't know that you had caller ID. And yeah. the person's like, hey, did you, you just pick call up me? Maurice? No. <laughs> no, I said I wasn't going to make calls this year. I, I... <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's an okay trade, but I would have rejected either way, just FYI. You would have rejected Robbie Anderson for Mark Ingram? No, 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 no. Oh, oh uh, I thought. Um, <clears throat> That's the trade that he would have made with you, Robbie yeah, Anderson. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about the trade that he just sent. Yeah, Rico would have done that in a heartbeat. I didn't see it. Yeah, um, I probably would have. I would have, I, I would have wanted something else, though. Yeah, another receiver, you're saying? Yeah, like kind of exactly what I did with, um, with him, with uh, Klein. This trade isn't terrible, but I would not take the trade that he sent you. Okay. No, right. I, that's why I said I wouldn't do it. This isn't a government secret. He offered you Odell for Naheem Hines and Anthony Miller. In the world of screenshots, you know, you got <laughs> there's no subversive tactics. So, yeah, I mean, I told him not to pick up Naheem Hines, and he spent like $40 on it, and he, he texted me and said I could clown him for it, so I guess I'll clown him here. I didn't want to clown him on the pod. When we did the victory lap or take an L, I said to him, are you going to take an L on Naheem Hines? And he said, no, you can give me the L, but I'm not going to take it. I was like, all right, well, that doesn't make any sense. But... Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so, hey, I have a quick actual good point. I think that was something we should discuss. Best huh? keeper value so far. I think okay. Prescott has lived up to the keeper value hype. Well, Nick Chubb as well, I guess. but Or Patrick Mahomes from Tyler Brett. I prefer not to talk to Ty- about Tyler on this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, fuck Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> He's talked about enough in the fantasy football world that he doesn't need to- doesn't need to take up space in our head during this time. Talk about him like he's a god. Like, congratulations that you got Patrick Mahomes right on a wild guess. He could have easily ended up like uh, Maurice taking Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, but but Tyler does stuff like that every single year. It's like, it's one time, it's like, okay, congrats. You got lucky. Every single year you get a guy and it's like, who's the the Nick Nick Chubb thing was so lucky. He picked him up and then half an hour later called. It's like he knew his agent. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Tyler just thinks, you know. Thinks ahead of everyone, like that's it. Yeah, he's three and oh. When you're in, when you work for the government, dude, you know everything before anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're probably. He had right. someone. He had someone sitting there. He I'm opening some- up the the keeper document. Let me just uh, let's. I'm gonna say the names just fast, and you guys just say yes or no at the same time. All right, ready? And you tell me if you think they've lived up to it. Aaron Jones, round five. Yeah. Yeah. I'll skip ones that are clearly bad. George yeah. Kittle, round seven. He's been hurt. What do you think? Mm. It's worth it. It is a played. seventh, right? It is a seventh, yeah. so it's okay. Had it been like yeah. a three. But... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of a three, Miles Sanders, third round. Nah. No. no way. All right, Mahomes and Chubb, we already said yes. You know, I like these two, Danian. DK Metcalf for an eight, Austin Eckler for 11. Those are late Very enough. Very true. Very are... true. That's why, I mean, that's why he's 3-0 and right now, too. Yeah, those, those guys in Russell. Both of those are putting up big numbers. They're definite starters. You're getting that late. That's that's a no-brainer. I haven't yeah. heard anything about Kenyon Drake this year, and he cox kept him for a third. No. It's what team is he on? It's because Kyler Murray's running it so much. Right. No, no, what actual team? Like Arizona. Oh. <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> DJ Moore for a six. DJ Moore's had some, some good games. Yeah. So he's I like him. He's a good. But player. then again, Robbie Anderson got a majority of all the scoring yeah. touchdown yeah. points from that. So that's why, yeah. Uh, Lamar for an eight, I'm fine with for now, even though he's struggling. A.J. Brown's been hurt, but I had him 14th. Dak, like you said, how, how do you feel about Devontae Parker? Um, well, he's been okay. Average, I would say, not 100, you know. But then again, there was one week that he got hurt, so that was kind of lingering. But, I mean, six points, 13 points, 8.4. So, it's, it's, it's okay. Uh, what mm-hmm. round did I catch him on? Devontae Parker for an 11th. 
it's not bad, bro. I mean, it's, he's, a, he's a starting wide receiver, main target for right now Fitzpatrick. They seem to got that connection. So hopefully they keep it going. And I, I really want to see how he's going to do once um, Tua comes in. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Dolphins receiver Coco Bear also kept Preston Williams for a 14. I, that's irrelevant, 14th round. He was fine. That's a flyer. Yeah. But what do you guys think? You guys are Ravens fans. Hollywood Brown for a 10th. I think it's so. Well, last week, I'm glad. Or <laughs> yeah. I was glad about yesterday. Let me tell you about that. He only had two two receiving 13 yards. I was glad about that. But he he put on – he had a really good first week against Cleveland. Yeah. yeah like Under yards from what I see here. He's going to bowl out next week against Washington. I like him as a player, but like Deshaun Jackson, I don't like having him on my fantasy team. It's Man, Deshaun Jackson, I got him and he just got hurt, bro. Yeah, I, like I think that. Go ahead. He's just Hollywood's great. And he's just a boomer bust guy. Like he'll yeah, have and, games like this, but then he'll have games where he'll have fifteen. And to me, it's like for me personally, it's not. It's not worth it. I'd rather have a guy who's going to get between like seven and fifteen versus like yeah. one and twenty. But for ten, for tenth round though, you know you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't be I mad agree. about a guy that can bust off for you know yeah. fifteen points. Yeah, in, in term yeah. At his ADP, I don't know what that was. Uh, actually I do. It's I have it right here. He was actually he was way ahead of his ADP. Like yeah. he's he was forty four spot, like four rounds up. So okay. that's solid. Yeah. Uh Kareem Hunt for a nine, that's gotta be returning value for sure. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. James he's James Conner for a twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, um what about Homer Island, Brian? Bro, you're like <laughs> you're like you're like five topics ahead, bro. You, you know what Jumping the gun, bro. Hang Each on, one. let's, let's <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna go on Homer <laughs> Island. We're gonna go on Homer Island. I'll explain how I got the name of Homer Island, and we'll get there. Minshew for a thirteenth, no. Oh, you know what? McLaurin for a fourteenth. That's been good. Yeah, he was he was he was their guy last year. He was so good. Yeah. Like that's a steal. I, mean, I don't know who that is. McLaurin for like a tenth would still be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, he plays pretty far away from you, all the what? way in, all the way in Washington. You know what position? No, I have no idea who that is. At all. <laughs> you and Terry McLaurin, you don't know who that is? Okay. No idea. He's a receiver for the Washington Football Team. Okay. Anyway. But then again, I don't follow really. <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll know who he is after this week. Yeah. After he can play once. Right, right, because they play the Ravens. <laughs> is he a rookie? He's a keeper, dude. How would he possibly be a rookie? <laughs> Yeah, Kelson drafted him out of Ohio State last year. You don't remember that? We all made fun of Kelson. That's why we all make fun of Kelson all the time. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Tim, I'm going to ignore the one you had in the seventh round for Homer Island. <laughs> so, now you have Mark Andrews in the seventh round. That's – what do you think? Because we just talked about him. Two struggle games, but one really, really – Yeah, good. nah, it, not yet. I think he'll still probably catch ten touchdowns, so he'll be fine. But I would have kept him. Through, sure. through three games – yeah, I mean, he's – Yeah, you got to keep him. He was a yeah. third-rated tight end in fa- fantasy. Like, you know, there's a difference, obviously, fantasy and real life. But he's a good fantasy. Uh, he's a tight good end. tight end too. We'll talk about. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You're just an asshole. <laughs> right, let, me you you let me ask something. Let me ask something. How many All beers right. deep were you when I brought up the Mark Andrews question? Last night. Yeah. Six. <laughs> I texted <laughs> Maurice. I texted Maurice separately. I was like, Maurice. You can't – you are the reason that this argument is happening. You can't leave me on an island with Tim six beers deep 
uh, watching a Ravens game where the Ravens are losing. He's already mad and he's drunk I've and he's gonna, be, he's gonna disagree. Yeah, I was like, jump in, say something stupid so I can back out of this. Because <laughs> nah, Roy said, uh, go ahead. I, I, I think Mark Andrews is a great receiving tight end. I think he, yeah. can, he has good hands. He's pretty fast. He can catch the ball. He didn't catch last night, but he can catch the ball in tight spaces. Yeah. He can't block. He can't block worth a damn, but like he's basically no, my, a slot receiver. My, was I was washing the dishes, and I was like, I'm pay, barely paying attention. I'm watching the game, but I just wasn't even thinking. I was like, Mark Andrews had a great fantasy season. Who are the other tight ends who had great fantasy seasons? But if they left the yeah. team, it didn't work out. And that's when I came up with yeah. Julius Thomas. And I think then I was like, well, who's an actually good tight end who was getting a lot of fantasy respect? That's when I got Jermichael Finley. But then when I looked Finley up, he definitely was like a top five fantasy tight end in terms of preseason rankings, but he never yeah. lived up to that. So then I yeah. backed up that time. That was the but, thing. When you compared him to those two, yeah. I was like, get out of here, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I know that's what they did that. That's but what nobody was. would re- – like, when Maurice said, I don't know who Algie Crumpler is. I was like, why the fuck are we having this conversation? That's my yeah. guy. I loved Algie Crumpler. Me too. He is yeah. one of the best names in the history of football. Like, yeah. that's Rico, like you, Coco Crisp for, for baseball. Do you remember Algie Crumpler, Rico? Nope. Okay, he was Mike Vick's number one target. Yeah, bro, I, was, I wasn't following football back then, probably. And I, what I liked most about Crumpler, I looked him up. His biggest season was 2006, and I was like, I think 06 was a good Vic year. That was the year that Vic ran for 1,000 yards. Okay, true. Okay. So, like, the yep. offense was so different because Vic was not accurate. He completed, like, 52% of his passes. But that whole offense was Vic runs around, and if no one's open, he throws it to Algie Crumpler. And Crumpler had, like, 1,000 yards receiving and six touchdowns and was a pro bowler, and Pro Football Weekly doesn't do all pros, but they did all conference, and they named him all conference. He was a good tight end. But the, the connection that I had there, I was like, oh, like Mike Vick, receiving guy. Who knows if Algie Crumpler was great or if he just benefited from the quarterback yeah, hitting him when he couldn't run. And that's what yeah. I was thinking of. Interesting. I'm glad, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad our friendship is still intact. No, um, it's definitely not. But <laughs> that's at least I will say – I will say two years ago, I got into a heated argument with my Eagles fan friends. I was sort of just trying to make, get a rise out of them. But PFF had OJ Howard as the number one blocking tight end in football at the time and number three receiving tight end, just in their grades. And so I texted my friends, I was like, I think the top tight ends in the NFL are Kelsey Kittle and OJ Howard. And they were pissed. Zach, Zach Ertz wasn't in there. Yeah. I'm getting gif after gif after gif of Zach Ertz. <laughs> we argued like two hours. And I'm just only sending PFF data. I don't even know. I don't really trust PFF, but I was just doing – OJ Howard sucks. But he was really good in 2018. So, that's – it made me laugh thinking about that. But I'm a you're just like You're just like stirring the pot. That's all. I like to debate how good people are, but it's hard because usually the, the only time people <laughs> – the only time people respond is when it's about – their own team. Like if I texted you guys, yeah. I was like, Hey, how do you feel about John Smith? Like the only person who will respond is Maurice. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. I don't know enough about him either. Like I watch Andrews every day, obviously like, or every week and every day, I, yeah, every day, bro. I'm at practice. <laughs> aren't you I'm scouting? I scout my players, man. And, I, and if I wasn't going to keep him, I wouldn't be scouting him. Yeah, but and like nah, our group chat isn't having intellectual conversations about Jamal Murray, but we bring up LeBron. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like to make LeBron jokes. I love LeBron. I think LeBron's obviously LeBron's fucking great, but I'm like, yeah, fuck LeBron. They're gonna lose the Heat. I love bro. Anytime you want to debate about any player, you let me know. I'll 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 debate you. I just don't know enough about basketball. That's also part of it. But like, I can't be like yeah, Jamal clearly. Murray. He reminds me of because Giannis and the Kuba should not have been MVP. So 
<laughs> you guys are both guys though you guys like great players you know you guys are fans of like, basketball was yeah yeah i just follow players. right same as I mean, and soccer too i mean i know pulisic is now on chelsea but you would have been a big fan of his anyway right the top american player he's american he's american yeah. i follow every american yeah that's a good point there was somebody else though Oh, Tebow. Weren't you a big Tebow guy? Because you don't have a college football team? Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. I was a Tebow guy. Yeah. And that's cool first name, yeah. you know. I thought of it because I saw it was like this day X amount of years ago was the Tebow, the promise or whatever. Yeah, actually, I just saw that too. Yeah, now I like Tebow. I like, the, I like Florida because, like, I was at basketball camp in middle school, and yeah. I won a, some contest, and literally the prize was a Florida Gator shirt. And I was like, that's a pretty cool mascot. And yeah. then literally it's like Chris Leak winning the national championship and then Tebow like starting yeah, his time. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, all right, well, yeah, I'll jump you? on this bandwagon. And, and like, there's all <laughs> obvious Tebow was great, but the amount of great players coming through Florida under Urban Meyer was like insane. I mean, yeah, Aaron Hernandez, Riley Cooper. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, winners, dude. Just winners in life. <laughs> bisexual, <laughs> bisexual serial killer, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. Did That's you guys not, you guys didn't know that? Oh, I, oh, I watched it. <laughs> Pretty good. Did yeah, you watch cool, the Aaron Hernandez cool documentary? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. What is, what is cool about yeah, we knew each other really well. Yeah. And then we started <laughs> making out. Like, whoa! <laughs> and then we showered together once. <laughs> really got to know each other. <laughs> it, took a, it took a different turn from expected, I guess. But it was a good documentary, actually. And it was, like, well, pretty short. Like, yeah. Rico, Rico wants to go watch uh, his future president. The, his, the guy he supports, Donald Trump. So let's wrap this up. Enough about keepers. Let's talk about one last fancy thing, which was uh, who do you guys think is going to buy into waivers this week? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking, and I have something cooking up, but I'm not going to be so – we, we talked about this earlier today. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, whoa, whoa like, like how I was last week, looking for somebody or trades or something. But I'm definitely scoping around. I mean, you have to every week. You have to do your your homework and, you know, scoop around the waivers and see what's going on. But I think Maurice is in trouble. I'm being honest. I mean, his team just from what I saw and even when I was looking at the trade that he sent me and see if I could counter to get somebody, I was like, nope, I don't want nobody. <laughs> so Maurice has been in trouble. Maurice has been in trouble since September 3rd or whatever. Since the day we drafted. Yeah. Since, since he said – I drafted Joe Burrow to be my backup, even though it was his first quarterback drafted. That still doesn't make sense. That he's been in trouble ever since then. That makes no freaking up. sense. That makes no yeah. sense. So I would say that'd be like when the Redskins drafted RG three and then Kirk Cousins, and they're like, "Well, we drafted RG three to be the backup. Kirk Cousins was always the plan." Like, that he's doesn't make any sense. Yeah, ahead, funny. I would say Maurice and then Kelson. I mean, he got he, he, right now. Even he has uh, open position on the bench. Like, at least pick up somebody so that you can you know get get somebody there value-wise, you know, and just fill up – you can fill up their, your whole roster. So, I would Rico, say – I need you two. to be Kelson's mentor, bro. I don't know if he knows how to do that. You got to be his I mean, I don't think I'm in a mentor stage yet. I'm trying to get there. That's why I like in, doing in, this in so no, that we can – I can learn more about it, but I don't think I'm at a mentor stage yet. In no aspect think, of life are you in a mentor stage. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, there I'm are a couple of things, but <laughs> – if it involves expensive scotch, you're my guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> by the way, you should have drank that yesterday. Maybe we would have had a little bit more luck. 
No. <laughs> is, it a, is it a lucky scotch? No, yeah, it's the one that you had. Oh, at my parents' house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I there was some left, and I just didn't want to give it to Tim. I was talking to my dad, and I was we were talking about uh, alcohol, and I said, "Yo, whatever that Scotch brand that Rico brought over was, was good." And my dad was like, "Well, it better be good." Rico only said eighteen times that it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. No, I know. It was me. I know that when I came home, I was like, hey, Rico's got a surprise for you, and I know it's going to be expensive. That's all I said to him. He's like, all right, I'm <laughs> Put that idea right. in his head. Homer Island. Everyone gets a couple minutes. Let's talk. Let's. Who wants to start? Who has Rico? You asked uh, about it. You have anything to say? Wait, no, 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 no. I actually asked about it, but but let's let's have Tim start because I I need an idea of this. Like, cool. yeah, cool. Put me on the spot. Yeah. All right. So the basic the, the basic gist is just talk about the Ravens. Yeah, the reason that I called it Homer Island is because um, I stole the idea from Bill Simmons who calls it Homer Corner, but I needed a different word besides corner. And so yeah. Island. Remember when uh, I had that argument about Maurice because he couldn't. You can't read my text messages and yeah. he said you're on an island here and that's why i thought like oh homer island you're on an island yeah. like you're Plus you're, we all, bro. you're we ranting all and raving yeah ranting <laughs> and raving we're all living island life and that's what that's that's why i came up with it so go off on something about any of your teams it could be anything and it could be the most outlandish opinion that you have whatever you feel if you want me to go right. i'll go unless you want to go go for it Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead. I'll start. I'll Lead start. us off. Oh, captain. No, this, oh, captain. This is going to take more. I'm, I'm logging off because I want to see a presidential debate. So Listen, <laughs> I am a homer for Donald Trump. <laughs> no, look, I, here's what I'm saying. I read a lot about Drew Brees being hosed or X, X person being not very good. I think that the Buccaneers, this is the first time that I have said this since – the Tom Brady signing. I think the Buccaneers are going to make the playoffs because there are seven teams in the playoffs. Whoa. I never say this. I'm always afraid of the jinx, but I think they're going to make it. I'm looking at their schedule. The teams that they play are not very good. They've got the Chargers coming up, the Bears coming up. I'm not afraid of Nick Falls. We destroyed him last year. I, there are troublesome games that the Packers are good, the Chiefs, the Raiders. I, can't, I thought this was the Chargers again. It's the Rams. The Rams are good, but I'm not worried about the Falcons twice, the Panthers again. And the only thing – I think they're going to make it. The only thing that sucks is Leonard Fournette sucks. Like, if you guys get a chance to watch a Bucks game, just watch him run a mile and a half per hour and crash into the guards. He sucks. But Tom Brady, the other problem is when you watch, like, Kyler, Tim, your team, or Lamar, or any yeah. quarterback under the age of 30 – when the pocket collapses, they get to move. Like, that's what I miss most about Jameis. It's like, Jameis could move. Tom doesn't – he can't – he's a statue. Like, he got chased down from behind by a nose guard the other day. So that's that, the yeah. only problem I see. But those things I was all pessimistic about a few weeks ago. I am going out, and I think you guys will know that this is a bigger deal than, uh, like, uh, like, other people in the league might know because I never say this. But I it's, truly it's think I, I, I agree with it. I told you about it. I think they're going to make the playoffs. It, I don't think it might be winning the division, but with the wild card situation, they, they definitely might. I, I agree. I agree, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a division feelings. I'm starting That's to get fine. into it. That's I'm fair. starting to That's, get into it. That's fair. Saints, hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully what, nobody gets what, injured. Give me a record because you had eight and eight originally. 
I was going eight and then I was going seven, nine. Then uh, yeah. this website that sends me emails every week had us nine and seven. I don't know. It's starting to look a little 10 and six, a little 11 and five ish. That's all I'm saying. Because oh, every year you get a game. Like last year when the Bucks started, it was like, we're going to get smacked by the Rams. And then we beat the Rams. And, it's, and then we went to overtime with the Seahawks, or I think we lost in the last minute. So there's always that game. And with COVID, like the Titans testing positive, who knows? Like Dan Yen made that joke. Like, oh, I wonder if Kirk Cousins is patient zero. What if in three weeks uh, Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs get COVID and then they can't play? Who knows? I think there's going to be some fluky stuff that happens all across the league, and you never know when, uh, like, if we play the Rams, if God. Yeah, but then again, it could be Brady and Evans that get It could be. It could be. But I think that they're using the TB12 system, and they are immune to uh, – coronavirus at this point okay i actually i really believe that they all gave each other coronavirus herd immunity i feel like tom encouraged them yeah. to go out and get coronavirus he brought it from yeah. go out and party yeah because a few of the books were already admitted to having it it yeah. was definitely grunk 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 has had coronavirus for years yeah he's had something for years but i don't know if it's coronavirus all right tim are you going next if you're ready you can go but no, if not go I'll, ahead go ahead all right no i mean i the thing that pisses me off, man, is are the Ravens or are the Chiefs going to be the Ravens like Patriots for years? Like yeah. we could never get over that hump. We could never get over that hump. And like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Like watching him, I, obviously I don't watch him every week, but watch him last night and I'm just like, this guy's just how, how? Like right. he can, he's the best passer in the league, but he can also move. Like he's like. He, he played me. with our defense, bro. Literally. Yeah. Like, and some of the plays they ran, some of the plays they ran, you could tell they worked on all week in practice. You, you can tell they worked on all week in practice. Like that, that fullback like pass that he ran, that's a that's a play they knew. All right, if we get inside the five yard line, we're we're running this play, you know, to the guy, the the big white guy that's not expecting to get the ball. Eric, and it's Eric, like Fisher at the end. No, no. Well, that too. I mean, oh, you know, okay. that happens. But you know, the stocky, you know, six one, two fifty fullback that's sure comes in and blocks yeah Sherman mm -hmm. and, and you know you could tell that was a play that was but bro was even scripted. their defense was good too it, I mean they I think they said like Lamar said after he was like they played this like the Titans did and that's you know I'm big homer I'm 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 on Lamar's bandwagon like you know I'm driving the ship at this point but if you can't if defenses figure him out, man, like, I don't know. Yeah, he got to show up me. at the big games. It worries me. And it, it, it could be one game against the Super Bowl champs. Who knows? But I did not wake up with a good taste in my mouth this morning. So What makes me nervous about Lamar is, as his fantasy owner, is people always say he doesn't get hit, he doesn't get hit. I'm not worried about him getting a big hit, like getting crushed. I got worried last night when he, like, split two defenders, but then the guy kind of – it was a simple play. It's like a three-yard run. But the defender grabs him by his shoulder pads and pulls him, but he's, like, about yeah. to do a juke, it felt like. And it's like, that's what happened to Saquon. Saquon was doing a juke while he got pulled, and his knee popped. Like, Just that's what the wrong way, yeah. Happens. That's all it that takes, man. So nervous. That's, all, that's the problem. That's, that's a good all. take, though, the Chiefs and the uh, Ravens being the Steelers to the Chiefs-Patriots or whatever. You yeah, the Patriots. Just we could never beat them. Eventually we did. Yeah. You know, okay. And then we won the Super Bowl. But that's what I mean. Like, yeah. are we even capable of beating them right now? Like – I, I maybe, but right. it just worries me. Oh, and three, like that's not a good sign. 
I always get surprised when the Ravens lose, just like I was surprised when the Panthers lost the Super Bowl to the Broncos, because I was like, how do you stop a team whose quarterback runs that well? And then you see someone do it, and you're like, uh, like he had 91 passing yards. And you're like, oh, shit, how did yeah. that happen? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, well, my Homer Island. Here we go. Got to be about the boy going back to the NBA Finals. Okay. And, you know, it's crazy, like, how life works for you. Like, I imagine, I was thinking about it, like, for him, like, going back, like, leaving the East, going to the West, right? And then you then play against, I mean, I guess it would be Cleveland, since he just left, and that's home team, but Cleveland's trash, absolute trash. So, like, then Miami, which is, like, where he won his first title and, you know, all that, that's got to be pretty cool. Apparently, I was also, well, I heard a report that, um, when he left Miami, someone told him that's the to Cleveland. It's the biggest mistake of your life, and he used that as fuel to like win the title at Cleveland. And apparently, it was Pat Riley from like the report that yeah, they were. Yeah, it was definitely Pat Riley. Pat Riley right. said that. So then, now going back and like he can, uh, you know, beat Miami for the championship. I think, I think it's definitely going to be a a great series. I do think that Miami is going to win at least two games and hopefully that's it. So I do think um, it's going to be four and two, but Lakers should be able to to bring that championship home for Kobe. You have LeBron over Jordan? No, not yet. Okay. I'm actually surprised to hear you say that, but I will say in Pat Riley's defense, in Pat Riley, because I can't believe Miami's in the finals. Just can't. They lost LeBron, that's, Wade, and Bosch. They were going to build around Bosch. Bosch gets blood clots. His career's over. Yeah. And they're in the finals three years later. And yeah. it's a bunch of young kids, too, that's, bro. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Hero, Ballin. I mean, dude. Bam, bro. Give me I, I was, yeah, bam. Bam. I was looking. I, I saw something. I was talking to my brother yesterday. It was like someone tweeted, like, the Heat deserved to be in the finals because they had, like, so much stuff go wrong for them and didn't tank. They just didn't tank. They yeah. managed to, like – draft really well in the like mid to late lottery like they were never a really playoff team they always drafted well hero was like 14th Bam was 13th mm-hmm. you know they've got duncan robinson kendrick nunn both on draft guys that just hit i mean um and then they got the older like Dragic. who, who expected Dragic to play this well at this time like jimmy yeah. butler's on a mission like you Crowder's think about like simmons talks about how the heat got that pick on a for I think Hero, I think on a pit on a coin flip between him and the Celtics, and he thinks that the Celtics would have. T- I actually believe when he talks about the Celtics because I know he knows Danny Ainge and talks to him a lot yeah. more than he lets on. And he's like, they liked him, like they were going to take him, and they got stuck with whomever they got the pick after. who's not very good, but like you think about a coin flip could have determined the Heat going to the finals. Yeah. yeah, that's so nuts. And Jimmy Butler, man, like four years ago, when Tim, when you and I were living together, Jimmy Butler was like, I want to get out of Chicago. And people, or no, yeah. he was great in Chicago. And the next year, he wants out. Then he wants out of Minnesota. Then he goes to Philadelphia. Yes. Everyone's like, he's finally made it. They got their superstar. And they suck again because Embiid and Simmons are just not with it. Somebody had a yeah, great take. Bad. Somebody was like, maybe Butler just only wants to be with ballers. And like, he, he, he couldn't have known Bam would be this good, but he met Bam and was like, I want to play with this guy as opposed to playing with Embiid, yeah. who checks out all the time, and yeah. Simmons. It's that's that's Wiggins, like pounds, that's what yeah. we talk about the 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 mentality that the Heat have, the Heat culture. Like these just guys yeah. just want to play, man. Like he loves it too, bro. And he's not crazy. going nowhere. He's gonna stay there. It's crazy that it happens in Miami. Like that's the spot where you would think like guys would check out so easy. 
Like, yeah. you know, if it happens in Detroit, you're like, all right, these guys just play. Like, that's just what they do. All right, they live in Detroit. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> or Milwaukee. Or Milwaukee. Like, by Miami, the way, all those distractions, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And by the way, they might, win, they might win the finals. Like, it's possible they win the finals. They are in it. Yeah, sure. And the rumors, the rumors are that they are going to be front runners to land. Victor or Giannis. Right? Who? I, have, I heard Oladipo. Oh, okay. Oh, Oladipo. Okay, I heard Giannis. Oladipo, wants, Oladipo Miami, wants right? out. Yeah. Yeah, there's people – Oladipo wants out. Gordon Hayward is a possible – like, maybe they trade Oladipo for Gordon Hayward and some picks. But Oladipo to the Heat. That would be crazy. I don't, I don't know if that f- he fits, though. Like, that, I that's – I mean, that's me being a pessimist. But, like, like what, what, what do the Heat need? Another big man, maybe? Janice. Maybe. Onto the Kubo. Yeah. They will they will win next year, bro. They will run the East. Yeah. Giannis has to go somewhere, bro. Yeah. I know. Or, I hope he leaves Milwaukee. Man, or Milwaukee just has to just go all out and just bring in like a top ten level guy and just say go yeah. for it. Straight away pick. Do you, remember, away. Do you remember when Cleveland tried to do that for LeBron towards the end of the first end? They brought in like Antoine Jameson and uh they brought in somebody else. Yeah. I can't remember. And it just yeah, they had Augustus, but it just like okay. didn't work. And they and they had Mo Williams, and they just kept yeah. trying to bring in guys. And they did, all the guys they brought in were bad. And I also I can't prove this at all, but I bet nobody wanted to trade with Cleveland. Jack, bro. They had LeBron. They yeah, he's like he brought in like, I bet if you were the team, would you want to trade with the team that had LeBron? Like I wouldn't. Why would you want to help the team that has LeBron get right. right? No, no. Unless you're, getting, unless you're getting the much better end of the deal, nah. Yeah. The way yeah. Brian. T- what is your finals prediction? Uh, I like, I like, I, I want to say Lakers in five, but I like Lakers in six. They, they okay, the same as me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Lakers will win, but it's not just because LeBron. I just think Anthony Davis. Yeah. Is so good. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. That's fair. Do you think that AD is gonna win the Finals MVP or LeBron will? I think it'll be LeBron. I think Davis might have the better series. I just think LeBron's gonna do more. I. I actually do think that AD is going to win the finals MVP because I'm going to say LeBron AD also because uh, because of the Shaq always win, win, would win when it was Shaq and Kobe. That's why I'm going AD. That's the only thought process I have. I I'd take a flyer and put Javale McGee. Like that's just yeah, yeah. for what yeah. or for finals MVP. MVP. Yeah. How about this? If the Heat win, <laughs> who gets MVP? Is Butler just the, yeah. the penciled in MVP if the Heat win, or does Adebayo get a look? He should. I think, or is there I, a random – like, let's say Tyler Hero goes off for two 40-point games and they win in seven. Dude. That's – well, that's like – think about the, the Warriors. Like, Iguodala won it. Did anyone that's what I mean. expect him to right. win it? Because like, he locked right. down LeBron. Yeah. And he did enough on the offensive end that it was like, yeah, he, he deserved – like, it could be, man. Just think. I don't I, know. I feel like if Miami does win, it will be Jimmy Butler, in my opinion. But yeah. then again, I could be wrong. But that's, that's just who I would say. All right, let's wrap this up. I've got two more things. First is just off the top of your head, who do you think – if you could trade your fantasy team with anyone in the league who's not in the U crew, who would you trade it with? For me, Dan Yen. Tyler. I think, I think Dan's the obvious one, but Dan, Tyler, and I, I still am holding on to Cox's team from, like, yep. my original. I, I For some reason, I really like his team. Is he 3-0? and I think he's 2-1. and one. Yeah, I think so. He lost to Tyler. Yeah, yeah right. Which yeah. I told you guys that before we leave, we're going to do a friendship test to see how well we know each other. I wasn't kidding. This is, this Wait, what is about Zach? I wish Zach were here. 
I wish he, you were he's here. He's on Pacific time or, or what? Like, <laughs> he's going to show up at 9 o'clock. Hey, guys, I'm here. You think he's on the Pacific fighting the California wildfires? And that's oh, yeah. That's it. That could be it. All right, well, Tim, when you came over before I moved out, you remember we played that game with Andre and Zach and my parents and Jill called Misery Index. Yeah. Remember that? Okay, so yeah. that, game was, that game was simple. It was like, here are two things with ratings for how miserable they are. And guess how miserable. Like, okay, one of them is like you get Ebola, and that's like a 99. But the other one's like you step on a Lego, and that's a two. So I right. say something like, there's always funny ones, like have to watch a porn video with your parents, and you have to yeah. compare that side by side with like fall in a well, something stupid. And, and <laughs> that was fun, but the game in, those, in that game – the ratings for each thing were predetermined and you had to guess where yeah. the ratings fit. So Target had this new game. It was like a Halloween themed thing. So obviously Jill copped it on site, didn't even read it, just saw it was yeah. called Your Worst Nightmare. <laughs> but you should see our apartment. It's got weird Halloween shit everywhere already. Uh, but speaking of weird Halloween shit, my black cat is about to hang from the blinds. Hopefully he doesn't kill himself. Oh yeah, you have a spider behind you too. No, I don't. So this game... <laughs> So this, so this game is the way it's played. If you have, if you're sitting around a table, let's say it's like an icebreaker almost. Okay. There's four. I have these stack of cards. There's many more cards. I just grabbed a random stack, and I'm going to draw four cards, and they are all things that people are afraid of. Okay. And mentally in your head, if you can remember them, I'm going to hold them up. You have to okay. rank your least feared to most feared. Got right? it. Keep that in your head. Yeah. And then we'll go and just – I only ever play one-on-one with Jill. When you play the game, you pick someone at the table and try to guess their top four, and you get points based on how many of them you get exactly right place. But for the two of us – for the three of us, I'll just – we'll try to guess each other's top four. Least so, to most. Got yeah, it. Least to most. Okay, so when I see it, I mentally remember those. I'm going like to hold up order. the cards. We're right. on Zoom. I'll hold up the cards. But, yeah, just right. remember your order. I mentally remember. And yeah. then – that way, Tim and you will have to guess mine. Got it. Yes. We'll oh, it's got the lovely shirt. Thank you. Go cards, baby. All right. Yeah. So my, the, the main boss of my company is a Cardinals fan, so I wore it for our call this morning to get some brownie points. All right. Let's see. All right, I'm pulling out four random cards. When you said main boss, since we're playing a game, I was like, bad guy, boss. Yeah. And then I, like, clicked. <laughs> the, funniest, the funniest card in here uh, that Jill always makes fun of is cubicles. <laughs> It's like it's like serial killers and cubicles. All right, ready? I don't know which is worse. All right, All right what do we got? All right. Being touched by who? Okay. Friday the 13th. I'm pulling a different card than this next one. It's stupid. Okay. Friday the 13th. Dictators. <laughs> and lastly, disappointing your parents. All right. So it's the least... Least to most. Yeah, let me try to hold these so you can see them. So being touched, and assume being touched by a stranger. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily say that, but okay. being touched oh, Friday man. the thirteenth, disappointing your parents. Coronavirus, bro. Coronavirus. Oh, that's that's different right now. That is from different. least to more. Yeah. Okay. I think, I got I think I've got mine. Yeah, I'm, I think I got. Give it. me one second. Wait, let me see. I, can you talk, Brian, so that your screen comes up bigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Okay. Friday the 13th, being touched, dictators, and disappointing your parents. It's tough. And we're going okay. to guess each other's? Yeah, so who do you guys – who should we guess first? Who's top four should we guess first? Brian's. 
All right, go ahead. Guess. I'll tell you after you guys both guess. So go four to one. All right, so four, the, your least favorite is yeah, probably, yeah, Friday my least. Th- probably Friday the 13th. And then after that is being touched. Then oof, I'm going to go disappointing your parents, then dictators. All right, what you got, Rico? Okay, I got four, Friday the 13th. <laughs> Three, disappointing your parents. Two, being touched, dictators one. Uh, that's right. That's what it is. Friday the 14th, I don't care. It's just a day. No. Disappointing my parents, whatever. Being touched, oh, coronavirus. <laughs> and when you really think about it, man, a dictator, that's pretty scary. <laughs> you really think about, like, living under Adolf Hitler's rule? Like, that's not, that's yeah. not fun. <laughs> all right, all right. Which, well, hold up. Should I draw four new cards and we try to guess those four for somebody else? Yeah. Okay. Let's do right. that. I think they're going to be too similar. Yeah, I agree. All right. There's a good one. Good one. I'm just going to pull out random ones. Uh, okay, that's a good one. All right, let's do this one for Rico. Okay. So I won't write them down. Well, for I'll write them. No, you have to think about them because we have to guess. Right, them. right, 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 right. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Mice or rats becoming possessed. <laughs> Economic collapse. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and, and drowning. <laughs> so again mice or rats becoming possessed <laughs> drowning and economic collapse i can't get these cards to show on the screen the right way all right so i gotta rank it for from worse or from you know from worse to more scary okay wait. yes and we just got a text from zach I i'll answer that it. while you think about it he was fighting fires in the pacific I think okay, I got, got it, it whenever you're ready. Yeah. I got it. All right, got all right. It. Tim, you guess first because then I got to think about it. All right. Uh, it's got to be mice is the least. Okay. And then, and then I think drowning. Then I think becoming possessed. And money, Rico, economic collapse <laughs> has got to be the worst. Got to be your biggest fear. Very, very close. Very hold, on, close. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know, I know. Very I close. was underrating becoming possessed because that strikes me as something that you would say like, bro, let's talk about how it's a mute, Ghosts bro. aren't real. <laughs> Yeah, ghosts aren't real, bro. So I'm, I'm just looking at this thing with I'm going to put Becoming Possessed fourth. Then I'm going to put – ah, this is so tough for you. Once you said Money Rico, then I got I changed the thought because I had Economic Collapse third. I'll keep it there, though. I'll keep it there. Then I'm going to say Rats because I feel like that's something you just don't fuck with. And then uh, Drowning because Death. That's what I'm going True. With. All right. So, yeah, it was actually both of y'all had some incorrect spot. I would say Mice, Becoming Possessed the economy and then drowning so economic collapse you're more afraid of than mice or rats that's fair yeah the second one yeah the second highest yeah i'm let i'm let down bro that that's not number one (laughs) like drowning that's like one thing bro like can you imagine bro like you just got to get out and like you're swallowing that's gotta be there it is (laughs) cubicles all right right, for, for tim four more all right i like these two right here um, Tim, are you a germaphobe? I don't even know. I, I'm going to keep this one because I don't know the answer here. All right, let's think. Um, no, this is... If you would have asked me six months ago, that would be a very different answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, this is, this is a good one too because I like this one for uh, Mount St. Mary's. So here we go. Yikes. I t- Zach said, by the way, for the audience listening, Zach is still driving. So I said, how much longer? We'll see if he can... He won't be able to join. Saving lives, man. He's saving He's lives. Doing, we'll do it doing again more important. Time. 
doing more important things than shooting the shit with us. All right, for Tim, number one, small towns. Small towns. Go out. Number two, being naked in public. Okay. Three, being mugged. That would have been Coco's one. <laughs> <laughs> and four, drinking out of other people's glasses. So. Boy, you do that uh, on the daily, bro. <laughs> small towns, naked okay. in public, drinking out of other people's glasses, and being mugged. Got it. All right, so I think I got for Tim, unless he don't got it already. Hey. Hang on. Tim's mom's calling him, so we'll have to think about it. Hang on. Okay. Zach okay. said hopefully another 10 minutes. I don't, we're not going to be on another 10 minutes. Yeah. Let me see him again, Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Brian. sure. Small towns, small towns, being naked in public, being mugged, and drinking out of other people's glasses. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I got it. Okay. You got it? All right. Rico, you want to go first? Sure. Um, drinking out of other people's glasses, that's four for him. Um, I would say uh, small towns being mugged and being naked in public. I'm going to put small towns fourth for you. Then I'm going to put drinking out of other people's glasses. Because that one's uh, it's tough, but you could, you could survive. Oh, man. This is... Being naked public, yeah. being mugged. I don't know what I would do between. I think I would rather be naked in public than be mugged. But then again, this is for you. It's for Tim. That's your final answer, Brian. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Naked in public, then mugged. Okay. You know me too well. That was it. Four for four. Damn. That was it. Because True. if you're naked in public, you'll get over it. But if you're mugged, yeah, you're that, afraid I, to go outside. Bro, like I hear people like. Get beat like up. getting stabbed like yeah my my friend from cincinnati got stabbed like when he got mugged yeah, like, yeah that's you know, actually like, scary no nah, <laughs> yeah. it's and i think those the first two and the second two are kind of interchangeable yeah but yeah yeah i agree there's a, that's why there's that's a, why there's, there's a fun. fine line between the two though between the two. like here's two random ones though that are completely different but equally painful in my opinion because like not in a crazy painful way but like having your eyes touched and high school reunions both of them were pretty uncomfortable Yikes. both of them were for, pretty uncomfortable for you it will be worse high school reunion brian for sure <laughs> for sure yeah i don't know i've had my eyes poked and prodded a lot so like yeah. i'm used to that at now but like i still hate it i still yeah. hate it but high school oh, reunions God, way worse that's funny Rico yeah. would love his high school reunion because he gets to go back to Puerto Rico. So it's high school. I will have mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's going back for his 10 year and we won't see him again. My yeah. high school was dope. I was excited for my five year reunion and then I got in like three arguments in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> like, it was over. <laughs> it was over. All right, yo. I'm going to roll out. Yeah, man. That was fun. This has been hopefully, fun. We got to do it. Hopefully, this saves. We definitely got to do it again with Coco. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll, you know what? I'll pick four cards and text Coco to rank them. Most scared to, to least scared or whatever, and then sure. we'll just text that to the group. Sounds <laughs> good. All right, y'all. All right, guys. Nice let, I'm let gonna go watch the debate next week again yeah. for fantasy uh, updates and waiver we'll wire. We'll break down tonight's debate that hopefully Biden doesn't stumble over his words because we really need him to have a good debate. For need sure. Fingers, fingers. All right, brothers. Yeah, All right, guys. See ya. See ya. Peace. All right, thanks to Tim. Thanks to Rico. 
apologies to Zach. We almost got him on at the end there, but duty calls. We'll do it again with him soon. That was fun. I think it was more fun than we expected. Uh, I haven't talked to Tim. I mean, I'm sorry. I've talked to Tim on PlayStation a lot and Maurice. We play golf, but I don't get to talk to Rico like that or Zach. So hopefully we can get the four of us together. Um, thanks again to our sponsors, Crown Royal. Thanks to the letter U. Thanks to all the listeners. Remember, you can use promo code Brian Wells to be staffed via Aerotech in Memphis, Tennessee. So if you're looking for a job in Memphis, just give me a call. Use promo code Brian Wells to help get staffed through. I'll be a reference for you. Otherwise, I hope you all have a great week. Hopefully you hear from me again soon if Maurice and I record as we usually do. But it's time to go make dinner. Have a good week. I'm not kidding. Yesterday, I went to the liquor store to get, like, beer for the Ravens game. Yeah. And literally, like, right next to the register is a crown, like, section. And it's, like, whatever, $48 for any flavor. Yeah. I was like, man, I wish there was minis because I would have got a mini of it and, like, pulled it out mid-podcast. Mid and like, yeah, you know. I got this to try it. Crown Apple is actually good. Like it's it's pretty good. It's decent. It's good. It's not bad. Yeah, I don't I, think I I've ever like had you Crown, mix it. bro. Like I don't think I've ever had Crown. Rico, Tim and I were talking about this on PlayStation, and I was just like, the fact that the two people who said that it sucks have never tasted it. Like yeah, they've right. never had it. And you can't compare it to Jim Bean. Jim Bean sucks. Yes. Yeah. I've never I've never had Jim Beam. I'm sorry. I'm saying but, you can't no, compare but, it to something. Right. It's right. also Crown really, is better though. It's more yeah. it's like drinking a McAllen and drinking like I don't know, the Tennessee like whiskey. Left. You know what something I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, yeah Daniels. Like Jack Daniels, right. Like, like, shout out to Tennessee. Yeah.